Hello and welcome back to another bonus episode of Internal Rambles. This is your girl Rochelle and we are recapping season 14 of Married at First Sight. This is episode 3, Beantown Wedding Throwdown. And this episode was pretty much all over the place so this recap is gonna kind of be all over the place. The episode bounced back between all five couples and I'm really glad that we are here. All of the weddings are over and next episode I believe they all should be embarking on their honeymoons. So what I will say is that we start to see some of the couples interacting and some of the couples are doing well and some couples uh particularly one there's already trouble in paradise and in this episode noi and steve get married and i really like them like i said they are the two one of the two couples that i have high hopes for Noi and Steve are just the cutest. That's what I wrote down about them. <laughs> they are the cutest ever. And I wrote OMG. <laughs> and they had just a very positive interaction throughout the whole, uh, at the wedding and at the, when they initially were one-on-one -on -one with each other and they just seemed to really mesh initially really well at some point noi did ask steve what he did for a living and he was honest you know he said that he i think he said he was an engineer or something like that but that he was currently in between jobs and she said that she was not concerned about that but I don't know if I fully believe her <laughs> and I you know honestly Steve if I could just pull you to a side to the side and I know I'm not really talking to Steve but I don't know why you would start this process and not be employed why would you get married and not have employment I mean he may have I'm gonna assume that he has some sort of money stashed away I mean he did he was laid off and he did go on his excursions for several months so I'm gonna guess that he either has some money from his family or he has money you know stashed away from his job or maybe there was a good severance package that he relied on but Steve I'm gonna need you to be actively sending in your resume and applying for jobs so that you can start your your marriage and set you and your wife up positively <laughs> one really creepy thing that happened in this episode was noise brother kind of asked or insinuated or inquired about whether or not Steve wanted to have sex with Noi on the honeymoon or I don't know he was just asking about sex and his and the and Steve's intentions it was just really creepy it, it just seems kind of inappropriate like listen 
uh, and it wasn't in a care or concern kind of way, which is, it was in a really noise, nosy kind of way. And, and he was just like, you know, a lot of men be after noise. So you should almost kind of like, you should feel lucky that you're married to her. And I don't know, it was just really weird. And Steve was just, you know, like basically, you know, whatever my wife wants to do and that, and pretty much wanted to jump out of that conversation, but it was just really creepy. I didn't understand that. But anyways, they seem to be gelling really well, and I, I still think that they are one of they're one to watch, and I still have high hopes for them. Um, Olajuwon and Katina, I don't know about them. Olajuwon, their photo and Katina, their photos looked really awkward. They looked kind of just, they looked very forced, and they looked just I, I know that they had just met but they looked uncomfortable <laughs> some of the photos looked really super uncomfortable they both agreed that they wanted to wait two to three years to have children and they both liked to travel so that was a good thing that they were on uh, they were both on the same accord in regards to that and one of the things that Olajuwon did admit or he did reveal is that he has ADHD which kind of puts things into perspective of why he is so kind of all over the place and is so high energy he definitely seems to have a sh uh, an interesting attention span so that's something that you know he that uh she will have to understand and i mean there's nothing wrong with having adhd it just it's a, it's a part of who he is and it, it does explain it in some how he uh and somehow he reacts to things or how he acts in regards to certain things so he was up front with uh her mother i think it was her mother he mentioned that i don't remember where but um he did identify that one of the things that you could tell that her mother wasn't impressed about was that he was magic miking all over Katina at the reception and grinding all over her and you know I think that just with the the mother probably didn't want to see that especially because he had just met her and it just it looked really inappropriate I don't know so <laughs> he did ask her if Olajuwon did ask Katina if she could cook and she was like yeah yeah I don't think that girl can cook okay and he's like okay well you know we'll learn together we'll cook together he is just so focused on having this wife that's gonna be um putting in them hours in the kitchen boy if you don't go and get in that kitchen to get you some hello fresh or something and be cooking with your wife <laughs> I don't know what his problem is but I don't think she can cook, you know. And also, they um, they didn't really show. I don't think that they showed some of the other couples. Um, well, they did show Michael and Jasmina, and but not as much as some of the others. And Michael was sharing that he pretty much, he works a lot. He works really long hours. And that was a concern for Jasmina because she said that she has had history of working, uh, of being in relationships with men who have been unavailable, probably uh, who have been workaholics. And I have, 
I totally understand what she's saying. I definitely have dated men who have had multiple jobs and and or were in work and uh, school and it's it's tough to get in where you fit in. Um, but at the end of the day, what I will say is that when you are with someone that works long hours or, you know, because I at one point I was in grad school, I was working, I was working on a thesis, I was interning, no matter what's going on in someone's life, if they prioritize you and your relationship, they will put, they will squeeze you in, they will put you in their schedule. So that was a concern for her, um, that he is, that he does work a lot, even on the weekends. But if he really prioritizes her and their marriage, he will find that time to have that quality time with her and to really work on maintaining, strengthening their relationship and maintaining their relationship for sure. And then we have Mark and Lindsay, and one of the things that Mark pointed out is that he wants to see more of the love side of Lindsay. He doesn't just want to see her wild and crazy side and just that high energy. He hopes that he can get to the point where he can really see the emotional side and the love side of her. And her family was saying that you know you really don't want Lindsay as an enemy and they um were not really painting her in the best way but one of the really cute things is that happened was that mark had asked he's like you know typically i would want to ask the family the father or whoever for the woman's uh, for the blessing before I would propose or get married and obviously that wasn't possible in the situation so you know I want to ask you now do I have the blessing do I have your blessing to marry your daughter and they did give the blessing to him so that was super sweet and he was saying how he doesn't really have a lot of family and that's something that he really wants and they were like well you're a part of our family now so that was a really I you know I don't know what the outcome will be for Mark and Lindsay but it does seem like they are starting off and and Lindsay you know she said that she's all in and Mark's you know he's doing really well and so we'll have to really see they are starting off on a positive uh in a positive way so we'll have to see with them so i saved a particular couple Alyssa and chris <laughs> i things are there's trouble in paradise uh for for um Alyssa and chris already one of the things that Alyssa's family said is that she's very expressive non-verbally that when she is not happy about something you can see it written all over her face all, all over her face and when she was at the altar marrying Chris you could tell that she was not happy I she did not say anything about that but I don't think that she is attracted to Chris she has not mentioned that that's just my little assumption and the producers are shady <laughs> because one of the things that she said is that she wants 
one of like that is a deal breaker for her is she has to have a man with a nice smile and that they can't be snaggle tooth and then the the camera cuts to chris's smile and it's just like y'all y'all shady like he doesn't have a perfect smile but he's not snaggle tooth like oh gosh um the the experts said that they that they matched Chris and Alyssa because they're good communicators that are seeking a connection um I don't know why Chris and Alyssa were matched I just I don't see them as being a match at all Chris and I don't know they haven't really showed a lot about Chris he seems like a really kind really nice person Alyssa seems like she's not very nice. <laughs> so I don't see what they, what, where they would match at, honestly. And at the reception, I mean, I, like I said, I think that Chris is a nice guy, but his friends, when Alyssa was talking to them, they didn't paint him in a very nice light. They it really seems like he may be like really opinionated and doesn't really take into considerations other folks' opinions. So I don't know. She, I, and she was definitely turned off by that. And so at the end of the episode, he's like waiting in the lobby. I don't know if it's at, at the hotel or at the reception hall. And she's in the elevator talking to the producers or whoever she's talking to. And she's like, I don't know if I can continue with him. I don't want to be stay the night with him or something like that. I just don't like what he has been saying to me. And they were like, well, you need to tell. Basically, they were like, you know, why are you telling us? You need to have a conversation with him. <laughs> so she goes out and he's just sitting there. And he's like, I don't, you know, he has a look on his face like, I don't know what's going on and she goes to him and she's like you know I I don't know if I want to you know stay with you right now you've been making really snide comments and he I guess he made some comment about like this is this is the Alyssa show everything is all about her or something like that and he's just looking like so I don't know what <laughs> So, and honestly, like I said, like I, I, he seemed nice. I don't know, but she definitely, she wasn't feeling him. And so, and I think that he has caught on to that energy that he, that she is not feeling him. And so that's probably why, like, everything is about you. Like, because she probably was being standoffish to him because she isn't, she does not like him. So, Trouble in Paradise already for Alyssa and Chris. I don't know what's going to happen. I am so thankful and hallelujah. We are past the weddings. Like I said in the initial, in my initial recap review of Married at First Sight, the first episode of this season, I don't tend to watch the weddings and all that. I think that's just, I wish they could just get that done in one episode. They strung this out for three. <laughs> We are finally going to next week get to the good stuff is and when they really start interacting and learning each other. And that is 
when they are on the honeymoon and previews of what's going to happen. So the only thing that I can remember right now, because it's been a few days since I watched the show or it's been a day since I've watched the show. Um, in regards to Olajuwon and Katina, I thought that Olajuwon was going to be the issue. Actually, I thought both of them were because they both seem like they haven't gotten their party days over. And it definitely seems like Katina's going to be up to something. So he's going to be upset about something that she does. That's the only thing that I can really remember from the previews of the season. So we shall see what happens. I am again, my favorite couples are Noi and Steve and Jasmina and Michael. I have high hopes for those two couples still after the initial weddings. Those are still my favorite pairings. So that's it for episode three, season 14 of Married at First Sight. This is your girl, Rochelle. Thank you for listening. If you have a moment, check out some of my previous episodes. And until the next one, talk to you soon.